Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back. To another installment of the All About It podcast. How exciting. What's up? There's I'm distracted. There's a butterfly on on the window right Where now. Where are there not butterflies so right butterfly, now? He's trying to get in. He's like aggressively trying to get in. Look. look I'm at not going to look. I'm not going to give him the Is attention he wants. Or a butterfly. He's okay, still fine. coming. Whoa. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's coming in. He just wants to be part of the show. That's a moth. So, all right, moth. We got a studio audience here. So, dear, why don't you tell all, the, tell all these people, oh. tell all these moths, What's today's episode all about? It's all about long-distance relationships. Maybe the moth is just trying to connect. True. And by the way, I'm Arielle, and my husband is Bennett. I'm Bennett. Some people think that your last name is Jefferson. Yeah, that's my middle name. Yeah, you have two, you have three last names. Bennett Jefferson Roberts is my name. (laughs) I'm either going to run for president, or I might uh, assassinate a president one day. Could happen. No. Could happen. You know, I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to limit myself. You never know. You never know. So you say long distance relationships. Yeah. What are, what are those? Man. Uh, well, we went through one. We did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for how many years ago. did we go through that for? Several. So I was 17. No, 16. You were 17. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's how long we've known each other. Yeah, baby. <laughs> because we're entering 30s right now so coming up on like knowing each other for it's been a while 14 or 15 years now when we first met you know we'll take we'll take you back we've yeah told we're this, gonna tell the story we've told this story a couple times not on the podcast so don't worry about double content anyway <laughs> we we met through a mutual friend a long time ago yeah i was 17 Ariel was 16. She had just gotten her braces off, if Ew. I remember. Very, very cute. Uh, and so we met, and I, I I, don't even know how the courtship started. I think we were just kind of um, excited by each other. Thought she was cool. She thought I was cool. Uh, via AOL Instant Messenger. Correct. Yeah. So we, we went down what to AIM. What was your screen name? Bennett Has Jets. <laughs> play on Benny and the Jets yeah. somehow uh, yeah. in my mind. And I didn't uh, I didn't know that until later. I think you were later. Scary Airy. Mm-hmm. Was it just Scary Airy or were there some numbers like Scary Airy 13? 99. No, that was Rip Curl Girl 99. Yeah. With a U. So we meet each other. We kind of hit it off. Mm-hmm. We enjoy each other's company. It's very We'd simple. like come home from school and get on the computer and chat for a couple hours and then. Yeah. Then we finally yeah. met up. Uh, in person when she was visiting a friend of hers up in Washington. She's living down in California. I'm living in the suburb of Seattle. And she comes up to visit. We go on a date. Uh-huh. I believe we went to go see March of the Penguins. We did. The uh, first one. Narrated by the one and only Morgan Freeman. Yep. Nothing more romantic than a, a penguin documentary narrated by the great <laughs> Morgan Freeman. We yeah. went like in, at 1.30 yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> Parents dropped us off. Yeah. So... I think we went out to eat. Yeah. After dinner uh, or before. We had like a lunch thing after and I we went to eat. Redmond Town Center. I remember I couldn't eat. And we both went to like kind of a nicer place but somehow got to chicken tenders. Or both like of us. fish and chips. Yeah. Something very simple. <laughs> I couldn't really eat. I don't know if I was nervous or what, but maybe I was a little nervous. Mm. But anyway, obviously it worked out. Mm-hmm. But between that, those innocent first days and 
you know, cut to 13, almost 14 years later. Yeah, and later. I don't mean to cut you off, but I did want to mention what you were wearing on that on that day date. You remember? Yeah. Oh, well, describe. You were describe wearing my attire for the bright audience. blue jeans. Very bright blue, yes. Um, a light pink t-shirt mm-hmm. and a bright Kelly green Ninja Turtle track jacket. Yeah, it actually wasn't even mine. It was my, my friend Israel's jacket. And your hair was long. Very long. We had like the same length of hair. It was to my shoulders. It was yeah. it was the peak length of my hair. I miss it. I just wanted to throw out a visual. I'm sorry. I used to go to salons. <laughs> Shout out to Kathy. She used to cut my hair, wash my hair. Going to a salon's great. Most guys don't. You're telling me. Most guys don't really know and appreciate. It's very nice. Yeah. It's very relaxing. Anyway, so cut to now. Obviously, we're married, live in California. Yeah. We work together. We have a print shop together. Shout out to the aerialvape.com print shop. If you're unfamiliar with some great, beautiful works of Ariel's art, they're available for purchase for a very uh, affordable rate. Yeah, we like to keep it accessible. And we have new prints coming out today. Yeah, when this drops, they'll be out today. Today? Yeah. New prints. Yeah. Go check them out. They're awesome. Great. So, and a sale, too. Oh, yeah. There will yeah. be a sale. A nice sale going on. Go to the website. You'll see it all. So before before we wrap up the story, do we want to get into detail of how we eventually, you know, joined forces in person? Go for it. All right. All right. So after you coming to my high school senior prom and vice versa with me coming up to yours. We, we went to each other's senior proms. We had to buy plane tickets to go to each other's proms. It was the real deal. Uh, Shout out to our our parents for <laughs> yeah, really. helping enable us to to do that. To do yeah, do and something. like what was going through their heads at this time? It's like really, you need to get a plane ticket to go see this person that you're probably not going to stay with anyway. That's yeah, how I would have thought of it. That's how I would look at it. Yeah, too. that's yeah. how I would look at it now. So I move up to Seattle to go to Art Institute and it was like oh I'm 18 I'm so cool I'm moving up to Seattle on my own grungy grungy hot topic still (laughs) I'm gonna be a photographer yeah totally but one of my main reasons for moving up was to be with you Mm -hmm. and even though you still would have lived an hour away you did hour hour and a half half. yeah Seattle to Olympia if anyone knows the area no a lot closer than Carlsbad to Olympia and I didn't want to admit it at the time, but one of my main reasons for going up was to be closer to you. And I just thought that I, you know, I thought that I had it all in a straight line. Like, oh, it's so easy. I just go up and we're cool. We had been giving the I love yous at this point, you know, and it just ended up not working out at that moment. Well, this is multiple years since we first met and in those years like she mentioned we'd gone to each other's proms yeah we would we i went to disneyland you know i came down and we went to disneyland together I bought your ticket like we did we did the back and forth of traveling to see each other yeah when we were like had no money yeah go, like spending everything we had to try and hang out just hang out yeah like that's what was fun for like any long weekend that came up during school like if we had a friday and a monday off i would try to make it work out so that i either went up there or he came and visited at my parents house and it's like man that was a lot it's tough yeah and uh i'm, I'm a year older 
So I started going to college in Olympia while Ariel was still in high school. Mm-hmm. And I came down from college, you know, visited with her, went to her prom. That age for anybody, and I'm not giving myself a pass or giving our experience any passes. I'm glad it happened. You know, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. I was definitely drifting apart. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Where like new environment, new friends, it's a big shakeup. And all those things kind of, you know, it was like an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. They say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Well, then if that's the case, then what's that out of sight, out of mind business? Can't be both. Right. So although you were now only an hour and a half from me, you were still just as far as you ever were. Like emotionally, I felt like we were maybe even further apart. And I could feel it too, but I always had a feeling that something was going to work out with us. At the time, we started talking a lot less. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't even have a cell phone for a long time. So I had a sidekick. I was like (laughs) borrowing my friend's phones late at night to try and call her. And to like talk about, I wish we could have recorded some of those conversations. You guys, we talk for hours. We talk for hours about nothing. I don't even, I have no idea what what we even were yammering on about. What did we even have going on? We had nothing going on. We had absolutely, it was probably just griping about the everyday, this and that. And I miss you. I miss you too. I I miss you more. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we went through that and it didn't end well. Yeah. We did not make it through. Looking back now, I'm so glad that. We had that break right when I moved up there. It wasn't, it was a, it was a, an official, like, we're not talking. Yeah. And so the phones weren't ringing. And yeah. um, so that, that went on for a while and we kind of both just moved on. Then um, I was at my parents' house. I was home visiting for the holidays. If you know you anything about me. Jermaine Man Bennett, I'm not good with dates and times and ranges. And ranges. Um, so forgive me. It was between the years of 2005 and 2009. Your two-year-old could be anywhere from one to five. Your two-year-old is actually a teenager to me. <laughs> so we, you know, we, we, we split up for a little bit. I give, uh, or I, I'm at my parents' house. It's the holidays. It's snowing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't snow that often in, in Redmond. Um, or at least I, I don't remember it snowing every year but it was snowing it was very pretty you know in the light it's just like it's like a it's like a, a winter land like your a, voice is getting very like a winter soothing. like a winter wonderland <laughs> like a land of opportunity oh, like a narnia kind of thing going on it was and i was like dumping in the trash and i just felt like overcome with like some nostalgia memories emotions and i didn't think about it but I pulled out my phone had a cool little flip phone at the time flipped my phone flipped it so you ended up getting a phone well yeah so I I flipped the phone open and I just kind of unconsciously dialed your number just to I I don't even know what for to say hi to be like hey I'm hanging out outside in the snow and it's really pretty I don't know I got I got nothing I have nothing I got no leg to stand on right but I called you you sounded really annoyed. Well, I remember, first of all, remember the conversation. Say, you sounded uh, immediately like hootis. So, oh yeah, so you called me. I was like Christmas shopping with a friend in California. So at this point, even though I'm living in Seattle, I was down here visiting my family for Christmas, and so we were far apart at this point. You called me, 
and I didn't know who it was and I picked up you know the random number and you were like hey and I was like uh who is this because <laughs> at that point I had just I had just stopped feeling really sad so, so that you weren't calling me or talking to me and you were just getting over it yeah I like had crushes on other people I was and I call you feeling, up going hey it's your main man Bennett back here and again oh jeez <laughs> I was so annoyed I would have hated me if I was you I like, was annoyed, but then yeah. we got to talking, and obviously, that's you, what sparked it again. We picked up right where we left off because we wanted to, you know? We we wanted to feel that feeling that we had. Yeah. And the reality is, it probably, it's been there the whole time. Um, but we were changing as people, so you're confl- we were both really conflicted about dealing with the change of scenery, you know, the the changing of emotions and like just growing up. Yeah. Growing up is there's a lot there's a lot that goes on. And two well-intentioned people, it might not work out and it's no one's fault. It happens, especially with the long-distance relationship. It's just it's yeah. tough. It's tough. So from there it got better. Sometimes we wouldn't talk for a little bit, sometimes we would, but it was always like kind of a mutual understanding that there was like a respect i feel yeah we recalibrated the expectations yeah we didn't like dive in and talk about it i don't think we were like mature enough to talk like that or think of it in those terms we're just trying to like we're just trying to like get through the day yeah and like see tomorrow but we we definitely set new expectations within ourselves and each other to see what do we really want out of this whole thing like, what's the longer game? And the longer game for us was like, oh, there is going to be an end to this. At some point, we are going to move in together. At some point, we are going to be living in the same city, at least. Or so some- at that point, you, we had been, you know, visiting back and forth on the bus from Olympia to Seattle and a lot less. Greyhound than- bus stations yeah. suck. <laughs> a lot less than we would have liked because um, neither of us had a car. So that made it harder. Um, And when I moved out of my dorm in downtown Seattle, we moved into a... Well, a friend of mine and I moved into an apartment in Magnolia. And then a bunch of people moved in because we wanted the rent to be lower. (laughs) So we had like six people living in a two-bedroom apartment. It was tight. So I don't know how that happened. Before... ended up working out at all. Before I moved in... (laughs) with you guys i had a place lined up with my friends in olympia you know mm-hmm. it was uh me and a bunch of my my road dogs were gonna move into like a <laughs> five dogs? a five bedroom house and it was pretty much an open and shut case but i was visiting ariel uh-huh. in seattle and then i get the call that that house fell through and they found another house and the house was only like a four bedroom and obviously i'm not there but they were all there so they signed the lease done deal and i was kind of like left out and again, it's like, I'm a, I'll, it'll be on my tombstone. Everything happens the way it's supposed to, because then I was like, well, Hey, I don't really have anywhere to go. I'm, I'm basically homeless. You know, didn't you have an independent study or an independent contract or I, something? Not at that point. Oh, okay. Not at that point. Um, what Ariel is talking about is independent learning contracts. Evergreen State College loves a good independent learning contract. It means you write your own lesson plan, get a faculty member to sign off on it and you'll get college credit for it. So if you do a good job, then, hey, you did a good job. But you could also, like, you know, kind of 
not do anything for just come and like semester. dink around yeah. for a semester and still get your credits if you if you dinked around the right way yeah so you got to find the balance behind behind between dinking and you know dunking i guess <laughs> you like that vroom, so, vroom. so i know i made it out to be that i i didn't have anywhere else to go and it'd be a temporary thing mm-hmm. we never have not let me let me take that again okay we moved in together uh-huh. i moved in let to take it take it again now i move in i'm in the the house the living situation with you and your friend your friend's boyfriend another friend of yours and another uh, classmate or, or other so now yeah we have a, a two-bedroom apartment in magnolia with six people in it it was tight uncomfortable but I think everyone's been there, right? Yeah. I mean, God, you got. I hope so. I, yeah, it's I really a, hope it's an so. experience that you'll revel in for the rest of your life. Yeah. If Having you, if roommates you... that like take your stuff or like break <laughs> oh, your stuff, man. or like you break their stuff and they get all mad or like parking permits and like it just there's a million things. No one, no one cleans the kitchen or does their dishes. Yeah. Us included. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. No one wishes that. And at that. that age, it's like, ugh. God. But we were all we were spending like a couple hundred bucks in rent. Oh, like, our rent. You and I each paid like two hundred dollars a month for that room. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's there's a rhyme and reason to yeah, it. Yeah, totally. You got to You got to do what you got to do to get by. So, that's where we were, and from that point forward, I mean, I'm not gonna. We, we don't need to go into all the more details after that because after that, it's no longer a long distance relationship yeah. and now we're living together and we've lived together ever since so we've now lived together for approximately 10 years mm-hmm. and hey she's the best roommate best roommate ever best roommate i've ever had i'm talking about myself yeah she's the best roommate ever <laughs> just kidding we've learned we've learned everything you can learn and then yeah. there's a whole another list of stuff we haven't even uncovered yet that we're going to learn about each other and totally but we're very lucky fortunate we we went through the long distance relationship. We've come out on the other side. We're married. We're happy. Uh, we got plans for the future. So we're maybe an exception to the rule. Yeah, and I just wanted to add as we wrap up our story, we used to write each other letters sometimes. Not as much as getting on AOL or whatever we did online, but we would go back and forth. We probably did that a few, like a handful of times. And one of the times you wrote me a letter and signed it off as your future husband. I don't remember it. that, but And great. I, when I was thinking about writing my vows to you, I had wished that I still had that letter because it was very thoughtful and just like short and sweet, but it was signed off in that way. And you probably wrote that to me in like 2007. So... I wanted to be a professional poet back in 2007, yeah. 2008. You wrote some was, good letters. When I was letters. first going to Evergreen, I was like, I'm going <laughs> to I want to read a bunch of books and be a poet. That's how, that's a good <laughs> career choice. It's like, what the hell was I thinking? Gosh. There's no money in that. Uh, for some people, there is. Yeah, there's money in everything if you uncover enough rocks. Yeah. So we live together now. We live together. We've lived together for 10 years. Yeah. Got a lot going on. You are easy to live with, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. I mean, all you got to deal with is, like, my noises and my smells. Mm-hmm. But if you can get over my noises and smells, then yeah, I'm, I'm pretty easy to get along with. Yeah, you go through phases of, like, cute snoring. 
that I just I giggle at. There you go. If I'm still awake. For all the people out there that are wondering, yes, I do snore. What does it sound like? Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll insert a clip here. No, we don't have a clip. All right. Well, <laughs> next time. You'll just have to envision it's snoring, but it's cute. Yeah. That's what she says. What so. of a? I have no long. idea because I'm passed out. <laughs> I am passed out. Ariel, what what I'll share is Ariel doesn't snore. I think I do a little bit, right? You'd be you're asleep. How the hell would you know? You've told me. No, you don't snore. What you do is you like shake. You like shift and you shake and you f- kind of fidget a little bit because i'm always on my yeah. brain is like what's what's like, going on now like a dog like a dog when they're asleep in their dream and they're having like a really good dream and it looks like they're kind of like running in place with their paws that's you that's what you do last night the night before tonight tomorrow night well in my dream last night you drove us off a unfinished road and then tried to like st- steer the car in another direction to make it so that the landing wasn't as bad and i was like we're actually gonna die but you're steering you're trying to steer. God, I wish I had dreams like that. <laughs> we're going like, to have an episode on dreams. I don't, I really don't have dreams. And we'll get just, into it. We're, anyway, we're, yeah. we're so far away from this topic. <laughs> so here's the other thing I want, I wanted to touch on when it comes to long distance relationships. Cause Hey, it, it isn't, this episode is not about Ariel and I, although I, I wanted to, I want us to be able to share a little bit of our Yeah. Story. I wanted to tell our, our long distance story. It can work out and it should work out. But it sucked at the time. Oh, it sucked. The majority of it was very uncomfortable, and you have to deal with a bunch of garbage along the way. The only good times were when we were visiting in person, or right after we had booked a trip to see each other, and it was something to look forward to. Totally. And that was it. The juice must be worth the squeeze. Oh my god. It's gotta be worth the squeeze. So... There's other kinds of long-distance relationships. It doesn't always yeah. have to be romantic. It doesn't yeah. always have to be goo-goo-ga-ga hard-eye emojis, okay? Sometimes it's just a friend or a family member, and you hey, don't I'm get to still, see them. I'm still like that with my girls. People have friends that they're <laughs> die-hard. Oh, yeah. Ride or die. Yeah. End-of-the-line people. Like, people, you'll you'll give them all the shirts off your back. You, you'll If they need a place to stay, your place is open forever. We it, Hopefully, you... When I say that, you have a couple people come to mind. Yeah, totally. And they're not close to you, you know. Um, In proximity, you mean. Yeah, geography. Geography-wise. So what do you do with that? Do you just kind of like let life go by? Do you try and like, you got to treat them like a long distance lover and, you know, try. So what I've thought of and what I've even said to them, the people that are far away from me that I've been close with for a long time, we kind of like the older we get, the more that it makes sense and we like it this way. And whenever I tell, not like all the time, like it sucks and we miss each other, but when we do get to visit and connect, it's like out of this world. Well, and you pick so up, fun. you pick up right where you left off. Oh yeah. You know, when we have uh, like buddies of mine from school that I don't really get to see, I got to see some uh, at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Probably going to see a good buddy of mine. Shout out Levi uh, next month, a little after my birthday, a little before your birthday. So that'll be that'll be good, and it's always funny. Like you reconnect, so much time has gone by, and then they're kind of like this anchor that reminds you, like, nope, uh, you're still the same person though. Yeah. All this time has gone by. You've gone through all these new experiences, bank account fluctuation, job, whatever. But then they remind you of who you were when you were tight, when yeah. you were close and hanging out all the time. They rem- remind you of that. You kind of fall back into that. 
kind of turn back into that person you used to be. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes and no. It just depends on the person. Yeah. And the experiences that you had at one time. So when it comes to long distances. Distances. The long distance relations. You may have been. It's got some tips. Oh. I got some tips. Bring so I'm it, gonna, babe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off a couple tips that I just wrote up real quick. Okay. And you either slam it down. Okay. Or slam it up. I like it. Slam it down, slam Give it, it up. to me. <laughs> so, so here we go. Yeah, it's your main, it's your main man. It's your main man Bennett's long distance relationship tips. LDR with BJR. Oh, how about that? I don't know what any of those stand for. Long distance relationship with Bennett Jefferson Roberts. Fair enough. You just didn't think that I could think of something that fast. Tip number one. All right. Set some ground rules. Okay. We live in an age of technology, social media, and so forth. If I could go back and tell my, like, 17, 18-year-old self, I'd have a lot to tell him. Trust me. I'd be investing in Google. Be telling him start to, a YouTube channel. Tell him to, like, you know, put stop eating French fries and maybe eat some kale salad. Um, I love kale salad. You were, you were very thin. I was very thin, but I had a horrible diet. Yeah. My diet was Your was metabolism trash. was still running high anyway i'd have a lot to tell me <laughs> then now the now me versus the then me I have right. a lot to say but in regards to long distance relationship is you got to be thoughtful you got to be kind of self-aware thoughtful on a higher level and you got to be able to set ground rules to manage all the expectations all the ups and downs that are going to come because there's because there's trouble brewing yeah long distance relationship is literally like an experiment that is probably going to fail. Well, I have a couple things to say about this one. Hook it up. We Slam it down, slam her up. We were very young, like baby young. Um, between 17 and 20 is such a fragile, delicate age where you are so insecure, you don't really know anything, and you're just trying to get by and figure yourself out. So... I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm yes and no on that one just because you can be conscious enough to set the ground rules, but you're not always gonna, you know, abide by them because you're enough. reckless. Fair so, enough. So there's that. And then social media, when we were getting together and we were going through it was not a thing. Like that's why we were on AOL and then I remember MySpace happening, and it was like... Who's face- in your top five? Yeah, or, exactly, the yeah. top eight. And then Facebook blew my mind. You got a Facebook before I did because you had a college email address. And I was so annoyed that you were on there without me being on there. That's how young we were. That's the kind of stuff that I got annoyed with, just like, to give you an idea. I got onto Facebook originally because I wanted to like make some friends. Yeah. That were a class of 2010 evergreen. Yeah. Like, you'd think, oh, that sounds innocent and simple enough. Like, back then, it's like, oh, I don't know. I want to try and go in, like, some chat room and meet a stranger and maybe go and hang out with them on campus. <laughs> maybe meet a friend, you know? That's that's what I, what I got into it. Now, Facebook is, you can still do that, but we all know. You can do a hell of a lot on 
Facebook and there was no social media when we met and started liking each other. So there was no real like me looking at you in pictures that are tagged of you. None of that existed then. So I can't even imagine what it would feel like now. Anyway, that's my two cents on the uh, ground rules. Okay, moving on. A lot of these rules that I wrote down. Wait, they're all rules? Well, they're not. They're rules. They're tips. tips they're, well, right. I mean, just the tip. I, I don't. I wouldn't say <laughs> rules because rules are meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but the reality is people don't get into things to fail. It's, it's just a fact of life. You don't start well, yeah. something. You don't start something that like is tugging at your heart with the intention of it not working out or failing. So a long distance relationship has to have a goal in mind. Yeah. It has to. It, by by the virtue of itself. You know, this ship ain't going to set sail into the blue ocean without a goal in mind, without an end result. We're, right. Hey, we're, this ship is leaving this port and we got to go to another. So we got to travel from here to there. And is that an innuendo? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> the reality is you got to know why you're in it. And if, you're, if your why is really simple... And you both can agree that this is why we're in it. It's like, hey, I like your hair. Hey, I like your, you know, your shoulders. So you got to get that 50-50 love going. As Teddy Pendergrass says, he doesn't talk about that 70-30 or that 60-40. He's talking about that 50-50 love. Yeah. The 50-50 love is where you're both in it. And you're both very thoughtful about yourself, how you're feeling. But that also means you got to be thoughtful about the other person. You got to be careful with the other person's feelings. And their expectations. So you got to think about other people before yourself. What a novel idea, huh? We'll, uh, we'll throw up that song on the Instagram Love so it. you guys know what we're talking about. Here's another one. Avoid situations when you're away from each other. Avoid situations that you know the other person would not appreciate. Ooh. It's really simple. Yeah. Like, if you're a dude, don't go on a date. Also, this is great for when social media wasn't around. If you're, if you're, want to be bad. If you're a girl, you know, don't don't go on a date. (laughs) You know, don't go to a party or a place that you you feel like the person you're in a long distance relationship with would not appreciate. Yeah, I hear that. If you think for yourself, hey, if she was here or if he was here, they'd be like, "What the hell are you doing with that guy? Or why are you dancing that close?" You know, if you think that there would be judgment there then you're already poisoning the well. You're already like giving yourself a pass to do behavior that you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. So be be better than that. Hey, if you want to go dance and rub up on somebody, just be honest about it. If you told your, your significant other on the phone or something like, hey, I'm going to a party tonight. I'm going to be dancing with this guy. He's got really great shoulders. You know, I'm going to be just <laughs> dancing up all, all up on him. Your Your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever might be like, oh, you know, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, but he's got a great clavicle. You know? It's like, I don't know if I'm okay with that. And it's like, well, okay, you're not okay with it. Then I'm either going to reconsider because your feelings are valuable to me. Or at least, hey, I told you, I'm going to this party. I'm going to dance with this guy. He's got great shoulders. And there's nothing you can do about it. And then it's like, okay, we're now taking a step back as opposed to a step forward. Okay, anyway. Are you into shoulders, yes or no? Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. All right. Wait, can I give my two cents on that one? Yeah. I agree. Okay, next. Thanks. <laughs> Find things to do together when you're apart. Just because oh, you're apart, yeah. just because you're apart doesn't mean you can't do stuff together. 
we didn't really like play any games no. or like there wasn't really anything online that we could do together. We started developing like skills and habits and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Stuff we like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without the other person involved, yeah, and we we got we'd get excited about them. Knowledge you're gaining for me, it was you know I was reading a lot of poetry. I was getting into like Buddhism. I was getting into like stuff I was excited about, but I wasn't conveying or communicating it to you. Yeah, and I was not excited about that. No, you don't. You could care less. <laughs> yeah, but what happened was we're both festering these things that we're really passionate about. And then the expectation is once we introduce the other person, oh, well, you got to be passionate about it too. Well, it's like, no, that's not how it works. Ariel doesn't care about Buddhism. Sorry, people that are Buddhist. She does, and I don't mean well, it like that. Well, I don't especially, mean it like that. especially when I was 18. I mean, I respect it now. It doesn't mean that I don't like it now. It was more like, hey, I'm in love with Buddhism. And you're like, well, all right, why don't you marry it then? Yeah, you know? exactly. So be open with what's fun. What's exciting to you? Yeah. What's what you're enjoying out of life? It could be movies, books, music, food, working out. It could be whatever you're into. Yeah. But if you're excited about it, share that excitement with your your uh, your lady or your man. Now that I think about it, looking back on going through school when I was talking to you, I don't remember talking to you about how excited I was about school or how hard it was at the beginning. No, we didn't. We didn't share any yeah, of that kind of stuff, and I yeah. think that 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 could be one of the reasons that we grew apart mm-hmm. is because our lives then became so focused on our daily this, daily that, and we weren't sharing any of or not. We weren't sharing the good stuff, yeah. with each other. You know, maybe we we're just like venting about the bad stuff. Yeah, you know. Anyway, moving on. How's this one? Plan your visits to each other, and then when you have it scheduled, dialed in, all that. Go ahead and schedule another one. Yeah. Scheduling the time to see each other is like, that's the payoff, right? Like it's a long distance relationship. You're going to go insane if you don't see each other. I have a story. Go. I was so crazy at the time, my senior year, about seeing you that I worked at the Gap outlet in Carlsbad. That was my first job ever. When I was 15 and a half, I worked there and over President's Day weekend, of my senior year, they wouldn't give me the time off to go see you. So I, I quit. This. Yeah. I quit. I quit after two years of working there. I was like, well, if you're not going to give me the time off, I'm done. And I think I gave them, I think I gave them two weeks, but uh, not a great decision. No, it was a horrible decision. And then when I got back from that, I, I think I waited a little bit and then applied to anthropology at the forum. There you go. <laughs> And worked there until I moved to Seattle. You gotta, anyway, yeah, you got to do what you got. You got to do what the heart wants. Yeah, so I quit my job just to go see you, and I don't even remember that trip anymore. I can't even remember that long weekend or what we did or anything like that. That goes into the next thing, which is if you're going to plan all this time, and that you're investing in your, you're doing all, you're doing all the right things to make the long distance relationship work. Mm-hmm. Then when you do get together, don't just Netflix and chill. Don't just hang out and go to Domino's, you know? Not that you shouldn't do those things. Both of those things sound great. Like pizza's good, getting hungry. Yeah, me But too. <laughs> what I'm saying is go to Disneyland. Go somewhere and do, don't, you know, find a thing to do. We went to SeaWorld with my family and you got the worst sunburn of your life. Oh my God, <laughs> It was right. so bad. You were so Washington pasty. 
Yeah, super pale, <laughs> no sunscreen. I was also way into polos back then. I was wearing oh, a lot you of polos. Loved, you loved pastel polos. Might get back into those. Which, yeah, maybe um, let's talk about that before we commit to it. Fair enough. But do something special. Like the person that you're with is special. You're special to them. So make make the th- and it's not normal. Long distance relationship, it's not normal. Yeah. So don't assume you can just be normal when you're together. You gotta you gotta go and do that extra thing. Go camping. So go on a hike. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can say this because we went through it, and I'm I'm in long distance relationships with some close friends of mine. But whenever you hear that someone is in a long distance relationship, does your brain automatically just go, "Oh, well, we'll see how that goes." Yeah, I feel bad for him. You know what I mean? I feel bad for him yeah. because I I know it's it's hard even if it's like the best possible situation yeah it's not fun all the time no and then like and also it's volatile at any point someone could drop off yeah and be like you know what this is too hard or i met someone else uh the chances of meeting somebody else or just like life taking you in a different direction it's pretty high yeah so you have to stay committed and especially the younger you are it's hard to be selfless and committed and thoughtful and all these things. This is what happens when you get older. Like you can only become more self-aware and thoughtful and all these things as you get older. But again, like if I had told all this stuff to the younger version of me or younger version of you, we probably wouldn't have even like understood the language. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't have been able to, we'd be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll take it from here, grandpa. But you know, <laughs> What can you do? You got to just be committed. And if you're committed, go. If you're in for a penny, in for a pound. Don't don't half-ass anything in life, let alone your relationship. I love that saying. Half-ass. Yeah. Full, go full-ass. a word. Go full-ass on your, on your significant <laughs> other. Rub, rub their shoulders, you know. Here's another little, little tidbit. Full-ass. Little tidbit. Sometimes in your long-distance relationship, you feel guilty for enjoying your time alone. Yeah. Don't do that. Enjoy your time alone. You know, enjoy it to the fullest you got you got everything at your fingertips now like especially it's almost going to be 2020 we're in like freaking star trek years now yeah we're deep in the future enjoy yourself enjoy the world that we live in nothing no there's no excuse on planet earth that's good enough for me to believe you shouldn't be happy all the time so figure that out and on top of that you have this beautiful gift that you can give somebody else you can make somebody else happy too by giving them a gift, writing them a letter, you know, doing little acts of service for them. Maybe we should all write our friends letters this week. Go for that it. Or far away. Go for it. People like opening mail. Hashtag all about it. Long distance relationship letter week. I'll tell you, I get a lot. We get a lot of mail. It's all, all, crap. all. Oh, it's all crap. So we and bad. when you get a letter, it stands out in that so pile much. of crap like a glowing orb of beauty, beautiful, yeah. beautiful yes, words on paper. Yes. So you got to keep your head on a swivel and be be content with what you got going on. Know that you got a goal in mind. Don't overindulge in social media. When you hang out, go to Disneyland. Set some ground rules. Communicate with thoughtfulness. Don't. Be guilty with your time alone. Don't feel like you have to be completely selfless because then you're you're there's an imbalance there. Yep. And share your positive, happy times and share your negative, sad times. Be be authentic I with agree. this person. I agree. 
And uh, I guess my only other note is life's tough enough. Why don't you be the reason why it's a little less tough for someone else? Ooh. Quoted. Yeah. Life's tough. Oprah tweet. Everyone's got problems. Everyone's got problems. Don't pretend like your problems are more important than someone else's problems. You can't you can't fix someone else's problems and someone else can't fix your problems. And you can't change people. You can't change people. You can't change yeah. it. You can't, cha- you can't change it. That's it. You may have been on tips for the longest relationship. There you go. Now, now you are set up for success, aren't you? All I heard was set up for success, aren't you? You are set up. <laughs> stay positive. I don't care. Long distance relationship. It doesn't even matter what the episode's about. You got to stay positive. At the end of the day, this episode's all about long distance relationships. <laughs> so I gave some tips. We told our story. But let just me, the tips. Let me. God, you just, you're, you are a dirty <laughs> dog, aren't you? You are just barking up and barking up a storm. I'll ask you this. Okay. At the end of the day, everything that we've been through. Yeah. Here we are. We got a unique case. Would you recommend? Are you pro or anti long distance relationships? Go. Oh, I would say pro because of where we're at now. But yeah, you're right. That was a very special circumstance. I feel like growing up in the same area as you until I was 12 and not knowing you at all is pretty crazy. Like literally miles apart and not knowing each other. I think if we knew each other, we wouldn't even be here right now. No, no. If we went to the same elementary school, if we went to the same high school, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that would have happened. Bet your bottom dollar. Dollar. So, yeah, I'm pro. Um, my closest friends do not live in this state, and I probably most likely will never live near them again. It will take uh, very special circumstances for that to happen. So, just because of all of our different situations. But, yeah, I'm pro. I think that it's it can make things sweeter, but it's it's worth the wait. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I married it. <laughs> I'm also, I'm really conflicted. I don't know if I am pro long distance relationships. Yeah. To say I would, I would do it differently. I wouldn't because I don't live in regret. That's not, that's not something I subscribe to. It's not a word I believe in. Yeah. Not a, I don't feel guilt or remorse or anything. Life happens the way it happens. You got to roll with it, baby. But. When it comes to a long distance relationship, if someone was like about to get into one, like you meet someone at a bar, you meet someone at school, and you're about to graduate, and they're going to move back to Kentucky, and you're moving to Canada. Okay. It's long. It's <laughs> long distance. It's really, really long distance. Or maybe, maybe it's even further. Right. Or maybe it's short. Maybe it's just right up the street, but you don't have a car. You know, that can be a long distance. Mm-hmm. You have every. Everything at your disposal to make it work, if you want to make it work. But I think you just got to be open with the other person and be like, hey, listen, this is probably not going to work out. Yeah. If you both come at it from like, we already know there's problems coming. Yeah. That like we're going to be tested and you're really, you can talk about it, be on the same page, then I think you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And you'll be fine with or without each other. Like, you'll be fine if you break up yeah. because you did it the right way. You talked about it the right way. You it's went, hard to come to that conclusion, though. You two might just both be, like, pissed off. Like, you know what? Like, hey, I, I love you. I love you, too. And, uh, but we're going to have to table this 
Yeah, we're gonna have to table God, this. It was so I was hurting when I moved up and then we weren't really talking. That was really hard on me. And I just remember like trying to start school, trying to make friends. I just moved into a two bedroom apartment with three other girls and I had a roommate that slept five feet away from me. It was a weird adjustment. And then being away from home for the first time at 18 and then not talking to you after like a year and a half or two years of like, like thinking that I was like falling in love and then like coming up there and having expectations and just being young, it was really hard. But then looking back now, it's like saying that I'm glad that it went that way is just crazy. Because I've learned so much about you and being with you and the steps that we had to take to get to this point and it's all worth it and just, man. And then Life's weird. What comes with growing up also comes hangovers after two glasses of wine. Yeah. So... All well, about all about growing up coming soon. <laughs> I'll 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 leave our dear audience with this analogy. And it definitely applies to long distance relationship, but it applies to pretty much anything in life. I can't wait. And it's it's what and it's an old actually it's a Taoist proverb or maybe a Buddhist proverb. It's a pro, it's a proverb. It's a proverb of some kind. And uh it's it I'm paraphrasing because I I don't I have a poor memory, but what comes you know, what comes as a friend could leave as an enemy and what and who comes as an enemy could leave as a friend, meaning, you know, life can change. And if you're open to the change and open to any possibilities, then you shouldn't be scared of a challenge. You shouldn't be scared of a bad thing because it could be the catalyst that changes everything for the yeah. better. So long distance relationship. Yeah, you got some bumps and bruises along the way. Yeah, you cry going to go through some heartache you go through that guess what you find out you're a lot stronger than you thought you dealt with something that some people aren't equipped to deal with and for us we work through it we wouldn't have it any other way now yeah so don't be shocked by a bad thing in your life don't be don't let it knock you down and knock you over you know get up and look at it for what it is it's just a thing or if it starts good something good comes into your life and then it's not a thing anymore, but it taught you something or it led you to something else. It happened for a reason. Totally. And also on the opposite, a really great thing could come into your life and it could be the worst thing that could have ever happened to you. Yeah. And you just don't know, you know, you don't see it that way. Like a really good thing comes. You know what happens to people that win the lottery? Go look it up. Go Google what happens to people that win the lottery. It's like 90% of them end up dying from a drug overdose or murder or something like this. Like the best I thing. I didn't know that. Best thing that could possibly happen to you is win the lottery. Win, a, win the millions. Win the Powerball. I know I'd like to. Powerball. But the reality is a lot of those people, it, it's a dangerous thing. Yeah. This beautiful, great thing. All this money. Wow. I'm going to go look that up. Yeah. Check it out. It'll it, Maybe it's not 90%, but it's a high percentage. Okay. It's way more than half that like they this great thing turns into a, the worst thing possible. Wow. You, you lose your life, you know? So if something good happens to you, don't get, don't let it blow your skirt out the window, you know, just like deal with it. Like it's another thing in life. Be happy about it. Great. Move on. Something bad happens. Be, Hey, be sad about it. It's, it's okay to be sad. I cry. I cry. Uh, sometimes blow your skirt out the window. Yeah, blow it out. Oh blow God. her down. You got to do what you got to do, up, but down. don't, don't, don't put so much stock in the good or the bad. Yeah. Because it's all just another stepping stone for something else that's coming down the pike. And you don't, and you should be re- ready for that. 
the good stuff turns into bad stuff over time. The bad stuff turns into good stuff. I'm telling you. So there you go. Wow. But well said. Beautifully said. There you go. Well said. And there we go. Gibberish means that we're going to do our outro. (laughs) Today is Tuesday. Yep. Another installment of the All About It podcast has been complete. Into books. New styles available at arielvade.com. Yeah, we have new prints as of today. 15% off sale for anyone inclined to get some beautiful art in their house or their friend's house or their mother's mother's house or yeah. someone's Mother's Day's coming up, house. Father's Day's coming up, Summer's coming up. It's a all great time. Of, all about it podcast at gmail.com is uh, available for your email services. Yeah, and I wanted to say if you have any show topic suggestions that you'd like us to talk about or if you have any questions in general about your life that you want us to answer you can always write in you can dm us on instagram we're at all about it podcast and if you're feeling fresh on this tuesday and you want to give us a review or a rating on itunes we appreciate that can we get a yeah baby yeah baby let's talk about it okay (laughs) well that's all we got yeah thanks for tuning in today gonna do it without you we love you yeah well even though the, like this is kind of a long distance relationship so i think we should set some ground rules shout okay. out to the crvs today the what crvs honda crvs oh vroom vroom baby speak of the engine there it goes <laughs> we got a long distance relationship with our with our audience kind of yeah. yeah where are you guys <laughs> Thanks for joining in, and we will see you next Tuesday. See ya. Bye.